Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting from... Middle School Studios in Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Oh, yeah. And uh, today, really, we really are going to step out boldly. Big time. Yes, because we're going to reveal what it takes to be a real man. That a takes a lot man. of courage. Yes, indeed. We've been doing a lot of push-ups to get ready for this week's episode. Yes, we have. Now, before we uh, get too far ahead of ourselves... We would like to start with our three breaths, right, Ed? Yes, because every real man takes three breaths. That's before, right. For jumping into any kind of big deal like this. I never used to. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we're going to debunk those myths. That's true. Yeah, so we, I just took the daily words affirmation today. <laughs> Which is always <laughs> and keeping it simple. Think, yeah, keep it simple, sweetheart, like we talked about on last week's show. Right? That's right. K-I-S-S. Yeah, yeah. So we parked our muscle car outside. Yes, we did. By the curb. And we're going to do a few deep breaths together and see how that goes. Shall we? Yeah. This is the manly thing to do. What are we doing? So we're going to do I radiate health, harmony, and wholeness. Taking directly from today's daily word, the affirmation. Right. So let's take a deep breath just to clear it out. (sighs) I radiate health. Harmony and wholeness. Ah, I radiate health, harmony, and wholeness. Ah, I radiate health, health, harmony, harmony, and wholeness. Ah. 
Whoa! Ed, are you okay? I should have learned my lesson. Never peel out after uh, meditation. No, no, that'll teach you. Yes, it will. Oh! Here we go! You know what that means? Yes! Oh, yeah! Whoa! Come here, bro. She's having a... Wait, that doesn't look like the mailbag. What? Kathy, yeah, you got there. It looks like she a person. Dra- she, she dra- I don't believe it. She dragged in <laughs> Unity Minister Ellen Devonport, <laughs> author of The Five Principles, A Guide to Practical Spirituality. Ellen, are you... Oh, just get that slobber off her. Yeah, head. yeah. Let's clean her up a little bit. <laughs> Hello, Ellen. How are you? The dog did not drag me in here. Come on. <laughs> The truth is, we, you rode in on Gabby. It's usually, uh, <laughs> yeah. So no, no, no. Actually, we're very excited to have you on the show. Yes. Uh, all the way from Wimberley, Texas. Yes, I'm excited to be on. I'm a big fan of yours. Oh, oh thank you goodness. so much. And I don't know if you know it, but there's so, there's an ironic, serendipitous, a funniest thing, a fu- yeah, funniest thing about. Uh, why we're so enthusiastic about you being on the show. I, I, you might, I'm sure you know the story, but not everyone knows the story because it could have been anybody else at Unity or any right. other Unity minister. And it wouldn't be as special, special as having you on the show because part of the show and my discovery of what it takes to be a real man happened back in um, Honolulu. And uh, we'll tell, talk more about that in depth later. But I was introduced to Unity Church because one of the tough guys that taught me about spirituality suggested I go check out the Course in Miracle class at mm. Unity at, at Diamond Head. And the minister there was David McClure. Right. And it really, he, I mean, it really blew my mind. I, I mean, it was so incredible how much I had no idea was real and what I thought was real. And it turned everything around. I was so inspired by him. And years later, you know, I moved around the country. And about 15 years ago, I tried uh, finding out where David McClure was. And long story short, he was then a minister in Dallas, Texas. Uh, And I sent a, a tithe to the church and just inquired if he had any cassette tapes or anything about his sermons because i loved them so much in hawaii and he started sending me them on cassette after that or the church did and then all of a sudden uh no more david no more david and guess who the minister was that i got on my next tape uh ellen Devonport. That's right. Yes. And i even remember your first tape where you said well you know things are changing and you may be wondering what's going on. Things seem so abrupt. And I forgot what your position was there, but I remember you said, okay, I'm going to step up to the plate. Step out boldly. Stepping out boldly because no one else, I guess, was there to do it. And I loved receiving your cassettes. They were awesome. Oh, good. Thank you. Yes, really inspiring. Just as good, if not better, than David McClure. Wow. Thank you. So, um we're, that was two thousand. Ha- that was two thousand three. So here we are, a decade later, on the radio together. I can't believe it's a That's decade. That's amazing. And you had some questions, and we always appreciate your posts and comments. And yes, and they keep us on our toes. 
Especially coming from a unity minister. That's right. <laughs> Paying attention to what we're doing. <laughs> keeps us, yeah, definitely keeps us on our toes. So thank you. And you had two things, and you had two things you brought up. And we'd like to address those on this episode since this is a father, since we got Father's Day coming up around yes. the corner. Mm-hmm. And so we titled the episode, A Smiling Man is a, a Confident, confident man. man. Yes. And can you, uh, <laughs> can you share your, your questions you had for us? Yeah, so so I sent you this last week's show, and I said, this was on Facebook, I said, nearly every week I hear you say that even tough guys pray or call silent unity. Why do you think spirituality is somehow seen as unmanly? What What is it about church, prayer, or spiritual study that men shy away from? And I said, the men I know with the most active spiritual lives are in 12-step programs. Mm -hmm. So I'd love to hear you discuss this. Well, we're happy you asked because this is basically a big part of what me and Ed are all about is dispelling that myth. That's right. And Because it started with ourselves, dispelling it for ourselves and finding a way for ourselves to be able to practice this stuff with uh, and really step in boldly into it. And realize that and, and realize what your like the last sentence of your question that even the men in um 12-step programs which is a very spiritual program um are seem to be the most masculine yet that's the thing i let me just start with me because me and ed gave this a lot of thought and we didn't want to just throw out general like well that's because men are blah 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 we really took the time to think about personally what was it that we had to overcome yes or dispel within ourselves yes to 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 understand this and why we always make a point of bringing it up during our show and for right. me i grew up back in new jersey and my father basically in a nutshell i grew up with a single parent and was my father and he was a new jersey uh, tough guy and his well Basically, because I felt afraid, I thought I was a coward. I didn't know that anyone else felt afraid. And just to give you an idea of the type of, I mean, he was he was a strong disciplinarian. He wasn't really calling me the nicest thing. That's right. And he and it, it was basically. I remember asking him once, Dad, what am I supposed to be when I grow up? I was I guess I was about fourteen. It was shortly before he died. And um, he said, Daryl, I don't know what you're supposed to be when you grow up, but I'll tell you this. You're going to have to push and shove and grab and elbow your way to the front of the line, you know, to get what you want out of this life. And you know what? Once you get all that stuff, it ain't over, pal, because now you got to keep punching and fighting and kicking to keep all those mothers off your stuff. And you know what I thought? I just thought. Oh, what's the use? Right. And the first time I actually went to work with my father, um, he uh, like to go help him at work. He got dressed up in his suit, his tie, his overcoat, grabbed his briefcase. It was a Saturday morning. He said, come on, Daryl, I need you to go to work with me. I'm like, oh, God, I got to go to work with my father. Mm -hmm. So he heads out towards the front door, opens up the uh you know, the little coat closet that's right there by the front door, pulls out the soft, soft, our softball bat, hands it, uh, takes it out to the car, opens up the trunk, throws in his briefcase, the softball bat, 
uh, made fun of me. I had to take off my uh, lover band head. My, I had the lover, lover boy, boy headband, <laughs> 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 which I don't blame him for that one. Anyway, I love the lover. <laughs> and then we drove into Harlem, uh, and this was back in the seventies when New York City looked. I mean. It didn't look like it does now. Trust me, it was all graffiti. There was garbage strikes. I mean, it was a real scary place. And Harlem was even scarier for a kid like me. And we get out of his brand new car. He had a Cutlass Supreme Brougham. He gets, gets out. I get out with him. He uh, opens up the trunk, takes out his briefcase, hands me the bat and says, hey, watch the car while I'm inside. Whoa. And there I am in the middle of Harlem. And I'm like Italian, but I'm like the whitest Italian you'll ever meet. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like a blue eyed and I'm That's wearing right. a sleeveless teal blue muscle T-shirt and a pair of white corduroy Sassoon jeans I had to lay down to squeeze into, <laughs> holding a bat in Harlem. <laughs> so this is what I thought being a man is. So by the so the thought of prayer and and God, I didn't I didn't want to appear weak. I thought that was for cowards. I'm supposed to beat and grab and get. Yeah. And it doesn't work. It does not work. And I, it's just like boxers in a ring. You know, that type of fighting does not work because the victor only seems to win. Both guys leave the ring beaten up. That's so true. Yeah. You know? And yet I had no idea. But eventually, you know, and that's what happens, hopefully, to most guys that feel this way, is you end up beaten up by this wrong way of thinking. I mean, it feels like the world's punching back at you, and it is. But you're throwing the first punch constantly. And when I talked to Ed, we were talking about this yesterday, Ed brought up a whole other side of why men. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And before I say that, you know, when I'm listening to you talk, I think, like, you had such an, you're such a great teacher because you had, like, such an extreme version of that lesson of, like, what it means to be tough. But I think... Even if you're not in that situation, a lot of men and people have trouble just saying, like, I put it in God's hands. And it's just, you know, the miracle of one thing happened after another because it, you know, like we have to, we feel like we have to create a story that we worked hard for it. Yes, because you know what? That's it. Because we believe heroes had to go through, they had to fight their way through something terrible or or rough and tough to be a hero. So how do I appear like a hero? I whine a little. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, we take our passive, but 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 then we get back more of what we're, because if I, if I keep telling that victim kind of story or whatever that I had to work hard, God, life just keeps handing me things to work hard about. And it's just not worth it. Mm -hmm. That's right. Pat Benatar had it right. When you live like that, love is a battlefield. Yeah. So, so how does that ring with you, Ellen? That makes a lot of sense. I have, I've tried asking this question of different men who are spiritual and that I, th- I thought would understand I'm not challenging men. I'm genuinely curious Yes, because every congregation in America, Unity and every other church, is about two-thirds women. And in Unity, about two-thirds of the ministers are women. So I finally got a really great answer I thought, from Kurt Condra, who is a unity minister in Evanston, Illinois. Mm -hmm. And we worked together in Dallas for several years. And I said, Mm -hmm. why is it that more men don't come to church or they they think being spiritual is unmanly? And he said, it's like asking for directions. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You, you have to admit you don't know something and you need it. And I didn't even ask from God. He said, no, really, that that would be seen as weak. Yes. Right. Yeah. And, and that that feeling is what will come up. Well, you know, we may go in secret and pray to God. But if, if I then go out in public and short circuit all of those prayers to God by putting on a bold face, like what I think is a bold face in front of everyone else, I'm cutting off the hose for that, you know, if, because it takes courage to admit in front of actual people as well as in front of God that, look, I need directions or can you show, can you help me with this? I still experience that because Daryl is a great teacher and I still find myself like putting up my guard and like, I don't know if I can accept this because I, I it's like unconscious, but it's like, I, I, I feel like I'm being weak by letting something in that's coming from another man in the way that we share things. Mm. Yeah, and then the, the the thing that hit me though when I started thinking about your question, have I you know I did very well in school and I was always around intellectual, uh, you know like people who excelled in the in that in that area and I always felt kind of like I I wasn't sure if I really belonged there. I was raised with the in the Catholic faith and you know at home there's the combination of intelligence and faith, which my dad is a very soft spoken loving guy. But when I was amidst all these smart people that, um, you know, I put on a pedestal, I was afraid to acknowledge the place that God held in my life and because it didn't sound smart enough. And even in my profession as a teacher, I, I, I work with special needs kids. I've been doing it for over 15 years. And a lot of what I use is unconditional love with the children. You know, that's really the number one ingredient. That's I, cur- that takes yeah. cur- that takes yeah. this is the thing. That is what we're afraid of because that's what takes courage to yeah. do. Yeah. So then going into meetings and talking to my colleagues, it takes courage also to, you know, if to really sit in a meeting. And I'm learning that it actually works. I used to be afraid to admit, you know, to tell everyone what I was really doing. But as I come more and more into my own and my profession, I'm not afraid to say, you know what? I just did my best to unconditionally love your kid. And by doing that, this idea came and this idea came and I decided to try this and try that. But for years, it was like, I don't want to sound stupid by going into these like professional meetings and saying, oh, I just unconditionally love your son. Or or I noticed I was the one who was getting really triggered and upset with your kid. So I went home and I forgave myself for whatever I was holding against them. You know, that I uh-huh. use these spiritual principles all the time. Only now, I'm, you know, this show is helping me to step out more boldly and admit what I'm really doing. And ironically, the response is always positive. Oh that's, the, that's the thing. Yes. It's like the, yeah. the other day I was walking up, uh, doing my exercise routine, walking up the hill here, right, in Culver City. Yeah. The hills, the little rascals drove their go-karts down. The very still ones, yes. Yeah. So I'm walking up there, and, I, and, I, and it's like part – and I started feeling grumpy, grumpy mm-hmm. that this guy, oh, this guy's not going to move out of my way. And I go, Daryl, that's not, that's not masculine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I go grab anything. I take my walk, my iPhone out and uh-huh. I quickly switch it to Casey and the Sunshine Band uh-huh. because you cannot be a grumpy, mean bully listening to Casey and the Sunshine Band. Next thing you know, my whole <laughs> demeanor changed and I'm like, get down tonight. And I'm like, waving to the guy. He smiles back. My whole changed life everything. changed everything. And yet I was taught you never smile. Right. Smiling is a sign of weakness. Right. My father would kind of oh. take that. My father would kind of take that silly smirk off your face. Yeah. This is serious. Yeah. Wow. 
That's, it was horrible. Even in that loving, joyful way, people can be afraid to be vulnerable. Okay. So, uh, Ellen, what? Yes. Uh, uh, we're just about to go, go into a break, so we thank you for uh, coming on and asking us some questions today. You're welcome. And do you this have is a... interest? Oh, I'm, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank yeah. you. And we're going to continue with these stories and the rest of the show. we got Daily Word coming up. Yeah. But what's your? you have a special series up right now? Can you just let our listeners know? Oh, right. I'm on Unity Online Radio with a, a six-week series called The Three Faces of God. It's live on Monday afternoons, but, of course, you can listen anytime. Beautiful. Well, Ellen, Devin Port, did I get that correct? Yes. Yes, thank we you. Used to call you. Yes, we, thank you. Uh, we usually make mistakes with people's names, yeah. but it just means we love you. No, we are very grateful <laughs> for you coming on, and uh, we're grateful for our listeners. So thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Unity Online Radio is affiliated with Unity, a nonprofit organization specializing in prayer, publishing, and spiritual education. If you enjoy our programming and would like to support this ministry, go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now to make a contribution. You can make a one-time or recurring monthly donation. Thank you. Hello, listeners. Did you know we've gone mobile? That's right. Your favorite Unity online radio programs are available on your mobile device. Now you can take us with you wherever you go. Using apps from Live 365 or Stitcher, you can listen to Unity online radio live or on demand. To learn more, visit www.unity.fm and click on Mobile Listening. Celebrated Unity Minister and author Eric Butterworth tells us, The exciting thing is that wherever you may be along the way of unfoldment and self-realization, no matter what the problems or challenges you may face, there is always more in you, the mystery of God in you, the Christ in you, which means your potential for healing, for overcoming, for prosperity. There is no limit. Join us each week for Discovering Eric Butterworth, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Central Time with host Rev. Tom Thorpe. Right here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Whether you love the Bible or hate it, turn to it daily or refuse to have it in your house, The Bible Alive, Exploring Your Spiritual Roadmap is a program designed just for you. Unity Minister Rev. Ed Townley presents the Bible as a practical, powerful spiritual roadmap full of wisdom and guidance for the challenges of life today. A roadmap for your spiritual journey. Isn't that just what you're seeking? Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central Time for The Bible Alive, exploring your spiritual roadmap with Rev. Ed Townley, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Hey, welcome back to Funniest Thing. I'm Daryl. I'm Ed. And this is the time in the show where we like to thank everybody involved. Yes, our listeners, for example. Yes, our <laughs> listeners. Our listeners are the best in the business. Yes, they are. We, we thank you. We're very happy you're joining us every week or once on in a, a while. Smartphone, or if you're ripping your way down the freeway. Yes. Or, uh, at your computer, we thank you for uh, tuning in. If it's on a podcast, iTunes. We yeah. actually have two great reviews on iTunes. I know. So if you ever if you listen to us on iTunes and you're an iTunes uh, listener, yeah, or you an can iTunes, subscribe to our podcast and leave us a review. Yeah, we love it. We like very them. helpful for us. We like them, good or bad. Yeah, whatever it is, let us know. That's right. We also like to really thank... Oh, yeah, the man. The man who makes it all possible. The real man behind the soundboard. Yes, this episode's about being a real man, and we have a real engineer. That's right. Choo-choo! That's right. Jeff Comfort. And every week, he takes us... Right into the comfort zone. Yeah! Yeah! A big shout out to our prayer, prayer line. line at Silent Unity, which is a great tool. And like oh, we man. heard in our first segment with Ellen. Real Devin men Port, pray. Real men pray. And they're not ashamed about it. And if you are ashamed about it, you don't have to tell your friends. Yeah, and you can make pretend you're a powerful CEO and you have a whole team of people praying for you. Just that, call your hotline, 81-800-NOW-PRAY. I like that because then after you do your prayers with Unity, uh, Silent, Silent, Silent Unity. Unity on the prayer line, then when your wife or your spouse or your friends ask you about that problem That's or your right. health concern yes. that you've been struggling with, you can just say, yeah, don't worry, my, my team's handling it. My team is on it. My team is on it. And that's 800-669-7729. That's right. And our sponsor, iitaly.org. We want to thank our sponsor, iItaly, the one-stop spot online for info and entertainment concerning Italy and Italian No, that's Italian. Yes, right. And so are me and Ed. You can right. be also been there. Wow, I didn't even know you knew how to speak Italian. Oh, I'm learning from a guy at the coffee shop. The only Italian I know is our last names. I do L- like a good Italian sausage. Hey. Okay, visit them online at i-italy. No, yeah, yeah. i-italy.org. Yeah. And now we'd like to welcome the oh, best yeah. part of our show. That's uh, a good it's drum not roll. the best part. It's like the main part. It's another it's delicious... Chunk. The meat. The meat of our show. The meat of our show. That can't be the best part. Sometimes it's the best part. Sometimes other parts are the best part. But we love this part because we're both subscribers to The Daily Word. This is another rock and roll moment on our show because we started by reading the magazine and now we have the editor. I know. This is awesome. This is incredible. And the editor, Laura Harvey, is with us. Hello, Laura. Hi, guys. How are you doing today? Oh, yeah. That voice. (laughs) You get me every time. She makes us sound great. My wife even said, I asked her how she liked the show, and it was the first time you read The Daily Word, and I think it was like a calm in the storm of hearing (laughs) me and Ed. (laughs) 
<laughs> like machine guns. It's I like, bah, 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 bah. and then all of a sudden, oh, finally, some yeah. peace. So my wife is a fan of your voice. She said, oh, her voice is so calming. Yes, my wife agrees. Oh, that's sweet. And we think so, too. Yeah. And uh, for our listeners, The Daily Word is an excellent tool uh, if you're if you don't know how to meditate or you're just getting started meditating, it's, it is the one stop shop for meditation. Yes, it is, and it's so simple. Uh, you could get it online at dailyword.com. Yes. Yeah, dailyword.com. That's the easiest place. You can easiest get everything place. you need taken care of right there. Yeah, I subscribe to the paper version because I like to tear the pages out and put them in my pocket. Mm-hmm. But just starting your day with something simple that has a word to think to contemplate a uh, affirmation and then a little meditative mm-hmm. reading and then it slams it home with a biblical verse. Yeah. And if you're freaked out about Bible verses, we get it. We used to feel the same way, but now we just look at it as these are just positive quotes that are really, really old. That's right. And helpful. It really is the, the first, po- that, you know, I read several things in the morning. This is the first one because it immediately, cha- you know, changes the channel of my brain back to, ah, I don't yes. have to do it all alone. I'm going to be Okay. You know, I give it right back up to God, to spirit, and let everything start rolling through. And real men don't, contrary to popular belief, don't jump off, jump out of bed and race into battle. That's right. You know, and drag themselves into their miserable day. That's right. The real successful men that I have met, and the real heroic men, and we'll talk about that more yeah. later, they take the time, just a few minutes, like you yeah. just said, to change the channel of the brain that's going, i got to do yeah. this, and just... You know, I like that metaphor of even racing off the battle because I used to see more. I mean, more and more life is a battle. I still have parts of me that wants to see it that way. But I learned when I, even when I taught middle school, when when I first started teaching at this rough school, when fights would break out, I'd run off to the battle and I'd be in there. Why is this happening? Stop. Eventually, I learned to let security handle it and I would go the other way. And it wasn't like I was doing a bad job. I was letting the people who do that job do their job. I like that. Let security handle it. That can be like another little prayer. Yeah, that's like with God. Yes. Let God handle what God handles. I'll march off to loving the people in my life. I'll march off to taking care of the basic things that I can do. And I'll let God take care of the rest. The stuff that's not for me to take care of. And that's great for today's Daily Word, which I know, Laura, you're going to read for us today. Yes, I would love to read it. And I um, I love the whole, all of the metaphors you're talking about. I'm taking notes so I can put them in future Daily Word messages. Oh, yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll recognize them in a few months. Oh, nice. Wee! Wow. That just put the wee sure in my did. week. That's gonna, <laughs> that's gonna get us geared up for the rock book, uh, the reading from the book of rock and roll psalms oh, later. Oh, that's right. We got a good one. All but right, Laura, there. let's hear it. All right, our message for today is healing, healing. <sighs> our affirmation: uh, I radiate health, harmony, and wholeness. Some say that healing happen happens in God's time. I know that God's time is continuous. Healing is occurring at every moment. As my physical body responds to its natural call to wholeness, healing is manifest. I cooperate with the harmonizing, regenerating energy of God radiating through me as health, harmony, and wholeness. If I am experiencing a time of dis-ease, I listen to my body and my inner guidance. I affirm divine life in my thoughts, words, and prayers. I get the rest and nutrition I need to support the divine healing work happening within me. 
I set aside impatience or frustration and focus my energy on health and well-being. Healing is in progress this very moment. From Jeremiah 33.6, I am going to bring it recovery and healing. I will heal them and reveal to them abundance of prosperity and security. Ah, oh, it's right there, security. <laughs> I know. Who knew? Oh, funniest were... thing. Yeah. Funniest thing. Wow. Another and, good one. And we have... Yeah, the verse uh, as taken from the message, yep. our favorite interpretive yeah, version of the Bible. It dumbs it down enough that Daryl and I can get in the door and understand what's going and on. And actually, it's a good speaking today all about real men yes. learning about oh, this spirituality. Is a good one. This is a good book. If you're, you know, a real man who's a little, you know, I don't know apprehensive yeah. about getting into this, reading the Bible or That's whatever. Right. This version of the Bible is very, like, just down to earth, you yes. know. Yeah. It doesn't sugarcoat it. Give it to me straight, Doc. Right, right. <laughs> it just lays it on there in simple language. Right. I go, oh, I get what they're saying. Yeah, I, right. could, I could apply this. Yeah, for example, today's uh, reading is from Jeremiah 33.6. But now take another look. I'm going to give this city a thorough renovation, like a real man would. Yeah. Working a true healing inside and out. I'm going to show them life whole, life brimming with blessings. Ah. When I trust in God to do the work. Yes. Then I don't have to carry that weight, that emotional weight. Right. Of, I got to do this. I got to do that. That means it allows me to just do the footwork. Without the burden of how it's going to all come about. Yes. I used to carry the weight of all of that on top and thought by doing that, that was being a man. That's right. You know, I didn't know you could give this stuff up. Two things. One, I was embarrassed and ashamed to let anyone know I was praying or, you know, because it was just not masculine. It made me look weak. And then on the other hand, I had this weird idea Oh, it's, that that's for little old lady. That's nothing. I mean, that God doesn't right. do anything for you. Or I didn't understand that God, I didn't understand God as a principle of a, a, like a power for good. Actually, I got a quick little quote here from Ernest Holmes. That, and this kind of helped me understand it. And it's simple. There is a power for good in the universe and you can use it. Ah. Uh. I had no idea. Yeah. My mind was still like a little child. So looking at God as a either this Santa Claus figure who yeah. I begged, please get me out of this when I was in trouble, but ignored the rest of the time I got right, this. Right. You know, didn't want anyone else to know I prayed or wouldn't even think of it as solving my problems. Right. And then I didn't think God believed in me anyway or yeah. cared about me. And boy, am I glad none of that is true. I hear you. We kind of learn that the real power is like in surrendering, is in letting it go and allowing and accepting and all that. That is why it takes courage to be a real man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, you know, that's one of the things that helps me is the word cooperating. When I, in in the morning, when I just let, let it be known that today I'm going to cooperate with the power, you know, I'm going to cooperate with the good. And it lets me know that, you know, I'm I'm harmonizing, like it says in today's uh, daily word, and I'm cooperating with something that I can depend on and that uh, is going to take care of me. And it's going to, you know, it's going to give me the rest I need that talks about in here, the food I need. It's not about 
I think what a lot a lot of the old schools, particularly men, like the idea I'm just going to throw this whole thing on my back and I'm going to carry the whole thing. Well, we're supposed to. Yeah, which is great, but there's no room for cooperation or collaboration and it ends up breeding like resentment and distance from the people that we're, we think we're saving. And I would, I'm just, you know, learning to, well, and that resentment was part of being a real man. Exactly. I thought if I wasn't worried, yes. I thought if I wasn't worrying about my problems, I wasn't solving them. Yeah, I mean, it was crazy it's, ideas. It's the classic like movie ca- character, like John Rambo, you know, it's oh, like, yeah. I'm lonely and I don't feel good. And I have just, just burning resentment inside me. But at the end of the day, I unload on every, and take care Who of deserves it? Yeah, and then I walk off alone. Well, and like I said earlier, I felt like a coward because I felt afraid. I thought I was a coward, right. and I didn't want anyone to know. And I'd watch people. John Wayne, he never shows like back. You know, he's afraid. James Bond never yeah. looks afraid. Right. You know, my dad, forget it. This guy never seemed afraid. Right. You know, they would just go to blows and punch their way through whatever it was. And I'm right. going, well. I feel afraid I must be a coward, so I better act like my father. I better act like John Wayne. And let me tell you, life just punched me yeah. right, right between the eyes. <laughs> and I'm grateful that, for that. That's perfect for the part that I was discussing earlier about not wanting to look stupid either because those same characters, they always have the witty one-liner. You know what I mean? They always know the sharp thing to say. And when I'm really doing this stuff, a lot of times – it's not about looking like the guy with the sharp one-liner. It's about doing the loving, yes. courageously loving thing to do. This is what, what what blew my mind, Laura, about being a man. I, I had gotten in so much trouble because of being afraid to mm-hmm. look, because I thought I was a coward, so I overcompensated, and I just became a, you know, I was getting into fights, and I was doing things that I knew were wrong, but I thought I, I have to do to look masculine. And I got in so much trouble. I was in the military, and I was sent to a, I got court-martialed, and I was sent to this rehabilitation center in Pearl Harbor. And I'm so grateful that I had it. It was so unique. And I was met by a Marine who was going to be my, like, drill instructor slash counselor. Yeah. But it was so opposite of what I had learned from my father, because here was a battle-hardened Vietnam vet, Marine Corps gunny sergeant, a real-life John yeah. Wayne. And then what he said to me first off the bat was, you want to know how a coward goes through? I, I got done. I was probably talking my problems, blah, 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 whatever. You know how I used to use all that stuff as a blank check to pe- right. get people to feel sorry or appear like a hero. Right. I went through all this hard stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah, my mom yeah. leaving and all that. My dad dying, blah, blah, blah. So he just looked at me. He goes, Daryl, you want to know, or Fazaro, you want to know how a coward goes through life? And he held up his fist, his hands like he was going to fight someone, like a boxer, and clenched his fist. And he goes, this is how a coward goes through life. He goes, you want to know how a real man goes through life? A courageous man goes through life? And this Marine with tattoos and all his medals and his uniform opened up his arms. His face just got soft. And he said, like this, wouldn't it be nice to go through life like this (laughs) with your arms open? And I said, yes. In my mind, I said, yes. I probably just looked down like a scared pigeon. But in my mind, I said, yes, I will do anything to learn how to do that. And that's how I got introduced to the all this opposite way of thinking. 
they introduced me it's to It's not the like intuitive, you know. We all no. want to resist, no matter man or woman. We want to resist all this stuff, you know, that is yeah. that we think we need to fight. But it's all in the non-resistance. The whole teaching of non-resistance is um, really important to me. <laughs> just no, because it doesn't come naturally. But you have no. to learn how to just stop resisting and accept and allow. And I love that word cooperating with. It's just awesome. Well, and I think we have the er, the knee jerk reaction to resist because in those knee jerk moments, I got is when I need to remind myself that this is a benevolent universe. That's yeah. what these mm-hmm. these guys taught me at this place. That the most powerful force yeah. in the universe is love. They said and harmony. Right, right, right. And I was like, really? And they would use simple little metaphors. They go, look, the Earth goes around the sun perfectly, twirling at the perfect rate. It doesn't bounce into the sun and fly off and knock into Pluto. It's all harmonious. You cut yourself, it heals. Life wants to heal. Yeah. All this other stuff Mm -hmm. is us being afraid that that's not true. Right. And then I resist. And it feels like I need to resist. I hear you. I really do. This is simple stuff that's not easy, but it's simple. And I got to remind myself what's real. Right. Yeah, because it's not always easy to change the channel. Once we're on that war horse, that's you know we're going fast in the direction of battle. You know, it's hard to the the, the real for me the big challenge is slowing the horse down, feeding the horse so he relaxes. You know, yes. getting off the horse, <laughs> realizing hey that that whole battle was all in my own head, and, and then and ride, just letting it go and ride the horse in the direction it's going. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's another thing, right? Yeah. Oh, another part. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you very much for uh, coming in and uh, sharing the daily word with us, Laura. We appreciate it. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, we look forward to uh, talking with you again soon. And uh, thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Uni Online Radio. We'll be back in a moment. What is called the pants? Take eight. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Welcome back to The Funniest Thing, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. And speaking of stepping out boldly, today's episode really is stepping out boldly. And it's titled, A Smiling Man is a Confident Man. Yeah. And why is that stepping out boldly? Is because most of my life, and most men, and even you walk through any neighborhood, and you'll notice most men aren't smiling joyously because we believe a smile is a sign of weakness, but it's yeah, not. It's wild. Just yesterday, I was leaving a school where I had been teaching a, a group of kids. I had a great time. I was walking to get to my car, and I saw a teenager sitting on the stoop of his – and he was listening to some kind of music. He was on the stoop of his house. And I looked at him and smiled, and he had a sort of like guarded, you know, mean expression. You know, and I blessed him and kept walking, and I thought, we live in the richest – country in the world. We're surrounded. This guy was sitting in probably a million dollar house. I mean, close to it. But he was probably listening to something that was pumping his head with push, shove, fight. (laughs) I'm thinking, you know, like for me, it just reflected back to me the times when I have that grumpiness when my life, I mean, we're so blessed. And we have to keep our guard and people will see it as a weakness and it's a lie. Deep down, when I see a smile or when I'm smiling, It lifts every, it's a sign. And this is what I learned. I talked earlier in the last episode when I went to that rehabilitation, military rehabilitation, and I learned of all things, spiritual solutions to life's problems, which is very ironic. And I'm very grateful it was that way back in 1986. And this program existed. And these Marines taught me things. Like a smiling man is a confident man. Yeah. A I mean, smile these are real is a, warriors. These are real I mean, guys. Yeah. Real yes, that saw that saw things and wouldn't talk about things yes. that I wish I never see and hope no yeah. never get to see. Not guys that are walking through a high school bullying people or you know what I'm saying, right. hanging out on the street looking tough, but or legitimate. like or even like a guy who gives one of those positive seminars and says, Smile. I mean, if I heard it from one of them, I'd go, Yeah, that sounds good, right, right. but you haven't suffered like me, or you don't have to worry about, or you grew up in the sure, you know sure. wealthy life. No, right. these guys were my heroes talking that love mm. is the most powerful force in the universe and teaching me that a smile is a show of confidence. Yeah. And it changes the world. And I remember when I first started smiling consciously, allowing myself to smile. And I'd smile at people, and some people, when this was early on, yeah. and so I noticed some people don't smile back. And at first, there was that little king baby in me. Well, they're not smiling back. And I saw that. I, go, <laughs> I did the same and, thing. And then I go, wait a minute. And then it dawned on me. That little smile that we give someone that maybe doesn't smile back, his yeah. mind is going, he's on other things. But that little smile gets in there. Yeah. And maybe later on, it changes the world. Right. because Six hours later... His son may come up to him after his busy day at work and say, Daddy, right. I don't understand this math problem. Mm-hmm. But that little smile gave just enough of love, yeah. just enough peace that instead of the father going, no, oh, man, can't you see I'm busy, son? You can figure that out. Instead of saying that, he goes, well, let me see that, son. Maybe I could help you. Yeah. And I started looking at it like that, man. Yeah. And now it's like. I'm pretty much a smiling guy when I don't even realize (laughs) in those moments, because I've done the same thing and I know a lot of other people do the same thing. It gives me an opportunity. Do I really want to be happy for the sake of being happy or am I going to take it right back because that person, you know what I mean? Wasn't quite ready. And I've seen, I worked with a student who was 20 years old in a jail. I was teaching him in a, like a hardcore jail where they're usually waiting to go like into prison. Right. I remember. I was teaching him behind glass 
I, I stepped out boldly. I said, hey, you want to read this book about forgiveness? I gave it to him. Over a period of about two and a half months, his whole countenance changed. He, he ate that book up. He loved it. And he wanted more. What happened was the, his cellmates started reading it. They were passing it around the whole like cell block area. The guards started letting me hand him more stuff. You know, they started, whereas before they're like, no, no, you can't give him anything. They were letting me give him more paper, more books to read. I mean, it was phenomenal. And the reason, the reason that came up for me was I was just thinking about like the kid I saw yesterday who was, had a scowl on his face. And I was thinking the quickest way to get in more fights is to have a scowl on my yes. face. It's, yes. it's a, it seems like it's protection, but it really attracts more of the same. Right. As soon as this kid, let go of that and really he got attracted, his head. He attracted he, more peace and yeah. more love and more freedom. Yeah, they moved his uh, where he was being held. They moved him to a nicer spot. They started just treating him better. And that is the way it works. And we often don't think it's the no, case. No, it feels like Laura said in the last segment. Yeah. Because we forget that the world really is benevolent, that the yes. universe really is loving, and that the universe, yeah. that the natural flow, and you said cooperate, is to go with love. That's the natural, that's yes. the direction the yeah. universe flows. It doesn't flow mm-hmm. in a bat. If, if, the, if the natural order was constant conflict, yeah. the world would have exploded millions of years ago. <laughs> true, but, true. And the, the, the funny thing that we find, the funniest thing is that when I'm in a, like a funk and I feel like kind of bitter, I think the world doesn't get it. But once I change my attitude and my mood and I start feeling better, I realize I was the last one to get it. Everyone was waiting for me to start getting it, to let them in. So I, what, I want to really hear about Mr. Miyagi. Oh, I got it. Well, this is perfect. Story. This so story, good. well, part of that, this, this the rehabilitation, they took us and they, they had a presentation for us to see. Mm-hmm. And it was all centered around this idea that love is mightier than any other force. Right. And this was, I was, I was there with other you know, I was in the Coast Guard and it was Navy guys, knuckleheads like me yeah. who fought, fought against life and life fought back and right. we all ended up on the mat. Right. 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 So they took us to this this exper- this presentation. Yeah. And in the middle of the mats, it was in a gymnasium, mm-hmm. was this old Asian, you know, Asian man. Yes. Extremely old, probably about five foot four. Mm-hmm. He had the biggest smile on his face. <laughs> he was so jolly in ordinary clothes. He wasn't dressed like a right. guru. Right. And I'm like, what are we going to do here? So the demonstration was they had these huge Marines. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we want you to attack this man. Right. And I'm going, oh, this is not going to be good. Because <laughs> these guys were like this, the royal, I mean, steroids weren't big back, but these Marines, that are these MPs yeah. that were going to go do this demonstration. I'm like, I don't want to be on. Right. So they would, so the first guy kind of like sheepishly, because he didn't want to hurt the old man, goes flying up to attack. I mean, like kind of pulls his punches a little bit. And all of a sudden, the Asian guy with the biggest smile full of love just touched the Marine by the ear. Just touched him. Didn't <laughs> swat him. Didn't punch him. Just touch him. Next thing you know, the Marine is like when you grab a cat by the back of the yeah. neck. They're just limp. Right. I'm like, this is amazing. And he's just laughing. He let the man down gently. And he's just, <laughs> and he's just smiling. He's not telling you. just smiling at uh, all. That's like, ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. I love all of you. Uh-huh. And then the next, so then the next guy comes full speed. I'm going to take this old guy yeah, down. Sure. Once again, the old man doesn't do any like you see, like Chuck Norris, pounce, pounce, yeah, or yeah. Bruce Lee. No, it was just gentle, and the guy just went That's down. That's incredible. And the whole theory was this individual, and some people go, oh, it was just technique. No, it was more than technique. 
he was so confident and confident comes from the Latin word with faith. With faith. He was so full of love. He had the biggest smile that he wasn't afraid. He knew naturally if he gives off love, he's going to be immune to harm. Yes. And these other individuals, all their aggression and fear is really our anger. When we have a resentment, we're hurting ourselves. Yes. It's poison. Like we're drinking the poison, hoping the guy that we hate dies. That's right. We're so doing, true. So he demonstrated in a physical manner that when we're full of we go to attack someone, our energy is hurting us more. And if I really get yep. into a fight, what's the other person going to do if I push him? He's going to push back. Right. And mentally, when I'm in traffic and I'm fighting it mentally, Traffic seems to get longer. That's right. And when I finally go, oh, let it go. I'll get there perfect yeah. time. It's like, you've had this happen to Dude. you many times. Traffic yeah. flows to get there perfect time. And, and when you're talking about, I've heard that, that said many times about uh, being resentful and how we end up hurting ourselves. But I'm just realizing like in my own life, in the last, even in the last couple of days, one of the reasons that's true is because when I'm resentful, if I'm not willing to heal it, I do stuff to numb it. I'd make bad choices for myself. I don't do the loving things for myself. I end up getting out of the flow and attracting more stuff. So I really see how that it's our is choice. true. That's where the courage comes in. Yes. The courage not to blame, not to fight, and, and bring it back. And we got to tell this one story that we're both were embarrassed yeah, to share. Bring it down. Bring it down to that. This is great. Because I did this, and I wouldn't even tell anyone then because I was embarrassed because yeah. I didn't think it was mainly. But I was practicing it. And that's another thing. If you're practicing it, that's great. Because yes. event, you don't, and, and that's the, it. And the point is, you know what? These bumper stickers, you know, those goody two shoe bumper stickers, yeah. you know, you see on people's cars, or even if I'm tempted to put a bumper sticker like a on spiritual my spiritual saying or yeah, something. Yeah, like easy does it. Yeah, you know, yeah. I love all people. You should love everyone. You know what? Those, those are better placed on the dashboard. There you go. That's where I should put my bumper sticker, not on the bumper. That's right. But here's the thing. Years ago when I was in the service, it was the height of the Cold War, and we were terrified, if you could imagine, just like the terrorists today, yes. that the Russians were going to just nuke us at any time. Right. So uh, through these these loving techniques, mm-hmm. I learned instead of like amping up the fear, mm-hmm. you know, by watching the news or talking about, oh, are they going to get us? Pray for them. Yeah, and I and I heard that Sting song. What if Russians love their children too? Mm. And it changed my whole thing. I said, "Holy cow, that's true. They don't want their children to die." So what I started doing every morning was I bought. I was living in Hawaii. I bought a beach ball that actually had the globe on it. Yeah, and every morning during my morning routine, I'd hug it and feel love going around the globe. Uh, I'd see Gorbachev smiling. I'd uh-huh, see President uh-huh. Reagan smiling. I'd see Russians in my mind's eyes smiling. And I did this every day, and it changed everything. And of course, the wall came down, and yeah. it wasn't a threat anymore. Right. But you know what was ironic, talking about being a man? I was still, I never, I'm just sharing this with you yeah. this past year. Right. I wouldn't even tell people up until, and this is 27 years yes. ago, because there's that little bit of me, people are going to think I'm weak if I tell them. Or that's, I hear you. You know, that sounds less than masculine. But that was the most masculine right. thing we could do. And you had a similar story. What's amazing is, yeah, like 30 years before Daryl and I met at that time when he was doing his globe meditation, I was uh, in my, when I would wake up in the morning, I would put my, interlock my fingers under my pillow and imagine the earth inside my arms and just send love to the whole earth and to my family and, you know, and just, Bless everything. At this around the same time, 
You know, they're totally across the and globe. And these are what it takes to be a man. Yes. Being able to dance and real, you know, yeah. when you feel like dancing, that's yes. the courageous man. I know. Not I would the, have never told anyone about that in the past at that time either. So. No, I'd sit on the side and yeah. keep my arms crossed with my hands underneath my biceps right. so I look really masculine. And the best way to tell people about this stuff is to dance and sing and have fun and uh, smile. So what was the uh, – this is a historical date, isn't it? That's right. Where's that psalm music? That delicious. Yes. That'll get us going. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Because in today's rock and roll book of psalms. This is a historical day. It's a historical date in history. Why is that? Because it's got to start raining, man. It's raining, man. Hallelujah. It's raining, man. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect way to cap our uh, Father's Day show. That's so, uh, and you know, email us at funniest thing on unityonlineradio.org. Like us on the Facebook fan page. Follow us at Daryl and Ed uh, on the Twitter. That's right. And uh, give us a comment on iTunes. Follow us there as well on the podcasts. And uh, thank you for being a part of Unity Online Radio. Funniest thing. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. At the base of all life is the infinite wellspring of Source, and each of us has a unique way of expressing that Source as an individualized soul. Do you enjoy the company of inspiring people who are living on purpose? Do you want to live joyfully attuned to your own unique soul expression? Host Reverend Kristen Powell welcomes you to join the gathering of souls who live this way. You'll meet artists, naturalists, and other soulful expressions that will inspire you to call forth the most alive, passionate version of yourself. Get into the natural stream of your own soul by tuning into Soul Stream live every Wednesday at noon Central Time on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. Consider these inspirational thoughts from the quest for prayer from Unity House Books. Holding a special, loving thought for other people benefits us as much as it benefits them. In fact, in some ways, even more so. Consider, for example, what happens when you wash your car with a hose. What gets clean first? The inside of the hose, of course because the water must rush through the hose before it can clean the car. So it is when we hold loving thoughts for someone. As those loving thoughts rush through us, they bless us first. It is a win-win situation. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity.
Let go of everyday worries and find your calm with positive prayer from Silent Unity, the newest in voice-activated technology, available on any Alexa-enabled device like the Amazon Echo. Each prayer and meditation on positive prayer will help strengthen, guide, and comfort you. To enable it, just say, Alexa, open positive prayer. You can ask for a specific prayer on topics like healing, prosperity, and comfort. Give it a try today.